I had to shake him on my last case, Big O don't play. Welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks Podcast. I'm one of your six hosts this evening, Ryan Reed. We have essentially all hunks assemble on the phone tonight for a quick episode, and we're going to talk yet again, upcoming musky show. So before we get into that, who do we have on the phone here? We're going to start with Mr. Donnie Swink. Good evening, boys. Best of the nines. I wish people could see your matching hat and jacket. So good. I took the jacket off. I was getting a little toasty, but I, I felt <laughs> the hat like really I had ties to the outfit together. I think I'm getting yeah, a little I mean, looking it at really you. completes <laughs> the ensemble. The hat doesn't have the same look. Is this being like, Nate's at my work? I feel right like you could be like apparently. coaching a little league team right now. Uh, all he needs is the bike, the gray bike shorts. Yes. <laughs> can can. I'm can wearing folks, gray bike shorts. Can <laughs> folks can folks see this ensemble at the New York Muskie Expo? I'm giving you guys a sneak peek of what I'll be wearing. All right. Yes. All right. We'll save that one for anybody going to New York. Not going to change in the next three days. Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, I'm, head, I'm leaving right after this to get in line. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we also have on the call tonight our westernmost correspondent. Mr. Ryan Elizondo. So uh, good morning to you guys. It's uh, just <laughs> it's like lunch eating breakfast in the wild, wild <laughs> west here. So we were talking, it's like, yeah, nine o'clock. Good. Ryan's like, you mean six o'clock? Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Everybody's doing good. Oh yeah. We're doing good. good. Good to see your smiling face. You do you you still have a uh, trip coming up to come out east, don't you, Ryan? Yeah, this winter, it's booked. It's booked. We're ready to rock. Ooh. Maybe set a state record while you're there. Just make sure know. you get a license. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? To episode ninety nine point four. Hold on, grab the rod. Grab the rod. All right. We also have on the call tonight, Mister Nate. But it. But these, but it, but it, but it, but as seen outside your local Gander Mountain store. Love the show. Nine in a jar. <laughs> we're same, same right now. I was hoping you were going to speak a little of that, uh, <laughs> that German Dutch you do so well. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Just... That you're, that you're the most schöne Schmetterling I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't sprecken the dick, Derek, that means you're a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> Is it true you punched Derek in the face? That's <laughs> very true. We also have on the call tonight, Mr. Nick Fiesler. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. Especially Ryan. How are things up your way? Good. Great. Grand. No snow, huh? It all no. melted. All melted. Dry as could be out there. 
hopefully speaking of mornings hopefully we can get this uploaded friday morning so for, so people driving up to new york or at least friday afternoon yeah when people driving people, up to new york people are probably gonna go fishing on their way yeah it might be might be fishable it might be we also have on the call tonight our dad the only sponsor of this podcast mr owen seaman and big o's bucktails what's up gentlemen glad to be here tonight uh this is probably gonna be a a, a short and sweet one but uh we wanted to kind of gather gather the hunks round table and do a quick you know what are we looking forward to out of this new york show and you know kind of our wants and and what we're excited for so uh you know that's that's kind of the plan, and we're the, the hope is to kind of release this as kind of like a half episode for the folks that are driving up there to New York on your way to Chautauqua over the weekend that pop this one on and and you know salivate start start to plan your plan your budget accordingly. For those of you that haven't created a very detailed musky show list. Perhaps That's something in- I'd like to talk about is kind of how we all different approach shows, you know, and and kind of if you have a real dedicated list of things that you want or do you kind of freewheel it? We'll see how what everyone says. So far, What's I'm just freewheeling it. Yeah. What's going to be in your bag, he says. What's in your bags? So who wants to start on this one? Because this is, a, I guess, the question. The first one should be, how are you going to approach it, right? Like elbow what, pads. Um, yeah. What's the very, plan? Very carefully. Ryan has been. Ryan, Ryan know, Reed has been elbow. known. He has been known to throw elbows. Yeah, yeah. I've been known to take elbows. Yeah. <laughs> and and fish hooks in the side of the arm after said elbows, but it's all good. We're not going to have any. You no, know, I'm the only one to ever take my skate off, right? I hope to bring that energy to a musky show. That's high energy right there. Let's uh, stay out of that guy's way. All right. So who who wants to go first? Like Nate, like what's your, yeah. okay. So you're, you're kind of getting into the weeds now. I feel yeah. like we, we've sucked you yeah. down deep into the weeds. So like, yeah. how, how would you normally approach a show? And then how are you going to attempt to approach New York here? Yeah. Um, I mean, typically shows for me were not pre-planned. I just would go and, um, a bunch of lures that I liked and tried to find them. What do you, Nick, you're messing me up. What do you mean? Sorry. What, what is, I was just curious. What is you that? Had, have you looked into like a musky lures anonymous group yet? Or Well, no, because Ryan's, um, been putting me on blast publicly. He's a, he's a pusher. Yeah, he got me hooked, and now he's trying to get me off it. Too bad I'm hooked on the juice, Ryan. I can't. <laughs> I um the well, juice. Let's talk you're about too this. Far let's gone at let's this talk point, about buddy. this. We ruined you. I feel bad in a way, but no, I was ruinable. I was I was very likely to be ruined. He was ripe. He was ripe to be ruined. Oh yeah, he was easy pickings. This is what happened. Took was a little nudge, low hanging fruit. <laughs> when you when you start getting on social media, and when you haven't, and then you get into a friend group of of constant chats about baits. This is what freaking happens. Well, right? yeah. And, but I mean, like, that's not like I wasn't lure crazy or fish crazy before, you know, it's not like I, this is my first show either. I mean, I, 
I just used to have this crazy poison in my head and I didn't have any way to let it out. And now I have people <laughs> to talk to. That's what it, it was just me and Netboy talking about stuff. And I was like, man, Musky Max is coming up. I can't wait. Like, here's what I got on my list. And it would be like a handful of lures that were more or less to replace what I had lost. Or like maybe I saw something in something and I was like, okay, I'd like to try that. So I used to have a um a bunch of pictures on my phone that just was said fishing. And if I saw something in like a, a magazine or saw something in like, you know, online, I'd be like, okay, take a picture of it. And if I could get something like that at the show, I might go for it. Um, and that's kind of how it was. I mean, it really was kind of limited in that way. I just like going to the shows and now, I mean, now it's a problem because I'm trolling now. And I like, there's really dedicated stuff. And this last year I went out a lot with different people and saw a bunch of different things. And yeah, I mean, it's expanded my, musky horizon and expanded my options and and now i've yeah it's it's a problem i need help i wouldn't call it a problem the only problem you run into is when you start doing the raffles because then i feel like you're just giving away money yeah but you know what but if i would if hypothetically i would have won that lure on the leela lure raffle then i would have saved a bunch of money and didn't have to buy it at the show. And You're always going to win the next one, right, Nate? See, you gotta that's like, what I'm saying. You got to yeah. boil it right down to statistics, like hard math. It's all and math. I did. And I, I looked, know. I, I, I saw how unlucky. many people. I saw how many people signed up for it. And I said, "This is not a bad thing." And Greg's a nice guy, and 15 bucks to him is right. not a big deal. Yeah, and I guess it is. It is way better when it is like actually from the lure maker. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's different than the raffle, the random right. raffles that go in, and you know, just people trying to get ten at twenty, yeah. you know, for whatever bait they didn't have shit to do with, they just bought someplace. Well, and uh, I'll be just... banging hard next weekend after the uh, New York Muskie Expo. All the flippers will have everything out there. I know. We go. <laughs> I'm not trying to flex either, but I'm two for two on um, lower raffles. Well, no, two for three. Like... Oh, Winning. for three or two for three, baby. I won twice. Oh. So this is your approach then just try to do raffles before the show so you can save money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was just a one off. Okay. And you, right. you embarrassed me publicly and I'm not doing it anymore. Well, I was, let me, I want to just say something about this. I was trying to help you. It helped me in a, in a very like fun way because you knew I was jagging you. <laughs> I knew you were jagging me, and I, t- I had to tell you that repeatedly because then I, you made me feel bad about it because you're like you just lure shame me. <laughs> yeah, don't lure sh- don't lure shame me. No, I no, I'm always jagging. I knew you were jagging. Well, I knew so, you so were Nate, jagging. I mean, are, are you approaching this with anything that's like a must buy for you? Because yeah. this is really your first. You're, this is your first time really on the inside. Like you were kind of on the inside last year yeah. um, at Muskie Max, but you weren't like working the booth. You were still kind of like, you know, you were there a good bit, but this yeah. is your first time. Yeah. It was know. always just the tip before. Now it's like a full thing. So like the, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a little different and excitable. And I mean, it's, yeah. Waste, I'm always, I'm always going to, I'm always going to remember it. And, and it's all, all everything like that. No, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm excited also on that kind of note is, you know, how many people we've talked to that are going there. I mean, I think of like Craig, you know, from way back with, with you, Ryan. Um, I mean, I've talked, he's going to be up there. I mean, there's just a ton of people that are local guys or people we've talked to on here or whatnot that, that that's cool. And that has another element to it, which last year, I don't think I knew that, that, that type of, you know, amount of people in the musky world. 
No, you're you're gonna be uh you know somewhat of a celebrity up there. I, I hope you're ready uh, for it. A celebrity because I'll be on the news for biting somebody in the Leela line. This is about this is your first <laughs> New York show, right? Yeah, first New York show. You always remember first. You always remember it. It's a lot of first. And the I, and I heard that on another podcast mm-hmm. somewhere. I think that's where we picked it up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean it's it'll be exciting. And uh I have a list of lures that now are are pretty curated, I feel like, that um fit the mold of kind of what I'm trying to do. I, I talked to Ryan. I mean, Ryan helped me a lot just this last year for through bullshitting. I mean, not like he didn't go out of his way to help me, but just we talk a lot about stuff and I've been on the boat with them a few times and I feel like pretty, pretty comfortable with kind of where my lore-ness is settling to. And so mm-hmm. there's like, I don't know. I, I, there's a certain stuff that I want to do and I know that works with my boat and I'm not going to go crazy. And yeah, that's, that's why I'm just going to be in the daredevil line real early. Run well, is there anything lineup. that you're, is there anything that you're going to kind of use your advantage uh, in a way, which you're not really supposed to do, but frankly, you know, when you're in there on a Friday night, you have the advantage of being able to look around and be able to see what people want. I, uh, you know, be able to see what you really want. You know, it's it's frowned upon to buy baits on Friday night, but uh, you know, you definitely have an advantage. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff. Um, I mean, I, I'm, you know, am I allowed to say? You want me to say what I'm what I'm going to elbow yeah. for? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I want to. Um, after talking with Adam a lot, I, I really want to get one of the six inch cranks that he's putting out. Um, I, I know I'm crazy about that Twitch bait, but I think just with how I'm fishing, um, a couple more like six inch type crank baits that can cast a little bit, but I control too. Um, I think I want to have in the arsenal. Um, Leo's holding a mag for me, so I don't have to fight for that one. He's got it. He's got it tucked away for me already. Thanks, oh, like Leo. Code word. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, you hold. Code word, safe word, it's the same thing. Um, I wanna, I definitely want to get a mini jammer, um, just kind of same realm, just another kind of different profile bait that size that um, you know I can use throughout the year. So I mean, those are two that I, I don't know what the you know how their lines are going to be, but I they're both on my list, and if I end up with both or both of them, I'll be a happy guy. So I'll be curious, like Greg last year did not have much of a line to start out, but I'll be curious. You know, I mean, I feel like he's just becoming more and more well-known. Yeah. To see what the difference is this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to try to stay away from that um, lore swap. What? Just doing it. I'm not trying to break the bank. Just, just try. I, huh? There is something to be said just, about just holding to a budget. <laughs> Cause that very yeah. rarely happens. Well, this is the other problem. I had a, I have an X factor in my, in my back pocket this year. Um, the person I worked with got fired. So I'm teaching all their classes. So I'm getting like double pay for some certain things. So I just, this lore money. I'm going to be on the raffles. I'm going to be dancing on tables. That's <laughs> like, you don't know what's going to happen with me. My lore budget, my funny money is went up and that's a problem for everybody. That guy's nuts. Grab him. <laughs> Nate, what do you think after last year and going to the show? What are you gearing towards more trolling or casting? And I know how you fished this past year after going to last year's match. Uh, yeah. I mean, I see myself this this next year being like a sixty percent troller, if that makes sense. I I feel comfortable with that. Um, 
And so I think a lot of spring baits, that's another thing that I, I kind of want to get to like some of the smaller stuff, but, um, that that's part of that strategy. Like I talked to, um, you know, extreme lures and they're, you know, it's like, okay, I, I know he's going to be at the max. So, you know, um, he's going to bring lures for me there. Gives me a little bit of time to replenish my, um, war chest, but yeah, spring size type baits for early out. Um, some of the six inch baits to kind of get a variety. You know, I had, a I required and come into a lot of like bigger style baits that are made in Western Pennsylvania, um, that I live. So I don't really need to go super big. I don't feel like, um, cause I have a pretty good amount now. So, yeah, I mean, and so unfortunately, I mean, I love casting, but I have a ton of casting baits that I already don't use. So, um, you know, I'll probably pick up a big O's. I, I mean, that, that was a really hot lure for me this last year up in Canada. And so, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at trolling to boost up my trolling situational, um, war chest is what I feel like. I like I what say, you say. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, are any of them like specific for your Canada trip? Um, well, yeah, I, I mean the top line and the Leela, I mean, I, I see myself because if we're going to be trolling two rods in the boat and, and, you know, I talked to Ryan, I, I mean, the last time I trolled exclusively blades and, you know, I had a, a decent trip. I caught a lot of pike, but now I think just having a whole year after Canada to really practice trolling and figure out how it looks on my boat. I'm really excited to get back up there on that week and um, have the, my track set up and having two rod holders and being able to just swap baits out and run some deeper stuff in some open water, which I didn't do last time. I mean, I stuck to like the weed edges and it wasn't like crank territory. And now I'm like, okay, like short lining uh, crank bait feels really comfortable. Like I have no problem doing that. And so I think getting some baits that just, I can swap interchangeably with the ones I already have um, feels good. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I like it. I was going to say, I really liked what you, what you're doing with the extremes. Like, yeah, you know, that's kind of a good approach. I don't think a lot of guys like you get to the show and you just go kind of go nuts. You know, you just start throwing money everywhere and you hit the ATM again. And it's like this is for us. We've got two legitimate shows and there are some cross vendor cross pollination. When you talk about vendors like that's a that was a really good point that you brought up. And I think I I kind of like that approach, you know, just kind of picking your priorities based on the vendors that are at that show knowing that you're going to get a second crack at something else. So that's pretty cool. Well, and even on that note, and I, I can't remember who told me, but someone was like, go, go to the extreme pre-show on Facebook and just listen to him talk. And like, Ryan, I saw you in there. And I mean, it was, it was one, just a great to hear him talk about the lures. I mean, more so just a good refresher from when he was on here and stuff like that. But, you know, then to ask him like, Hey, what, what colors work? What do you recommend here? And him to just be really forthcoming of it. And then I DM'd him said these two baits, the um, tuning tool, you know, some stickers and I'll pick them up at max done. So like, I, I don't have to worry about a line. I was going to be boxed up, I guess, to me, <laughs> you know? So to me, that's, that's a pretty big win. And that's, I, I don't know. I stress about things like this. Like I, I get anxiety about like, getting the thing I want, you know, and being the first get, you know, will I get it or whatever. And I feel good about that, not having to worry about it. When Greg does that though, because then my list just keeps getting longer for him. 
<laughs> and it started from December. And I keep sending him, hey, keep adding it to the list. And then he pulled out that mega during the live yeah. feed. I was like, what? Where he pulled out some he pulled out some crazy shit that I was just like, I was just taking pictures of my laptop and I was like getting ready to send him the nick. And I, I just was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'll yeah. always accept fishing pictures. It's okay. <laughs> it's a safe place for you, Nate. Got it. Ooh. I think I think that's a good approach for you. Yeah. Who, who wants to go next? I can go next. Go ahead, I think Nick. uh my main things are gonna be I think I want to get another nine inch jammer from Greg. Um I think I I don't know, I'm still indecisive. I might try and get one of top line creepers. It's not fully concrete yet. But uh yeah, what's the other one? A bucko I wanted to get. And then I really want to be on the lookout for like small glide baits. I'm not sure if anybody's uh, going to have one. Like last year, I had a lot of success on the Keystone King Mini. I know uh, Mark's not going to be at New York, but in that you know size range, I had a lot of success in the early season. Little ones like that and the, the glitch uh, did me really well last spring. So something else in that ballpark and yeah and then i extremes i really like them and uh like you were saying nate greg is just like phenomenal for like his transparency on the lure making and just straightforward and lures are super reasonably priced and then i'll probably buy another baker too because i'm an addict and uh (laughs) Let's see. Maybe a Mortimer. Oh, I'm curious what the Mortimers are going for. Uh, yeah. It'll I'll definitely be interested be... to see what, what that booth looks right. like. Um, but it's uh, exciting. I think like that shop is like setting up a physical location in Sudbury, which is like not far from where Larissa's from. So just be cool to meet those guys and whatnot. um yeah and then probably a raptor too i don't know that's probably more than i want to spend but those those are the things those late raptor pictures were also that that was a problem those were blowing up my budget the like snake pattern and i was just i was like man yeah this is maybe they'll have a like which then it still end up spending more than i want to spend but like i think they've done like a buy four get one free or something like that but or some something crazy like that so nick your your process for shows because we all know you have a very eclectic bait collection you seem to be into like you'd mentioned the creeper you know for ways you're fishing and things like that i think you just generally like baits that are different yeah so when you is that how you approach the show then because you i mean you're at a point where you've got you definitely have more musky lures than I have, for sure. Yeah, that's what you. Know, I mean, I have pretty much everything I want. Yeah, now it's just the raptors are like probably my the thing that I need because I lose them somewhat, right? Like the most out of anything. Um, but yeah, replenish those. You always now, get the lucky one occasionally. Now, do you think like? Nate's 
going back to what Nate was saying about starting to get comfortable, do you feel like going to shows now versus five years ago, you're, do you feel any of the anxiety of like not getting a specific lure that you're after? Or do you feel like that kind of dissipates after time? I have never really had anxiety about it. Um, I don't know. Mine's more like I'd rather like get in and get out, just in and out. And then if it wasn't for Owen's booth and the the Hunks booth, I'd I'd probably spend like a grand total of fifteen minutes at the show. But... <laughs> you're like that you're surprises chatting. me because you all no see he he always ends uh, Nick always ends up in in interesting conversations with interesting right. people. Chatty like, Kathy. Yeah, that's what I mean. I enjoy talking to people, but at the same time. I could just in and out. What do you enjoy more, talking to people or leaving without saying bye? Leaving without saying bye. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's amazing. It's even better for me if I like can look back and see that the people are looking for me that I was just talking to. That's like creme de la creme. See, I, I busted you at Musky Max though. Because you oh, were yeah. you you were trying to leave, and I said, "Where are you going?" You're like, "I'm out." And I'm like, "Bye, Nick. See That's you later." Hey, Musky Max sneaking out the door with this cooler. Yeah, Musky yes. Max had too much stuff. Yeah, you did get busted. Like, ah. <laughs> got to come carrying light. Just got to have a go bag, you know. <laughs> I wanna I wanna jump to Ryan since you're not physically attending the show. Like, how are you approaching shows? And are you you're you're not doing any shows, are you? Oh, no shows this year. But I got to bribe you guys to take care of me this year. But I don't have my eye on too much. Um, that Colombian Bam Bam. That's <laughs> yeah. We gotta get some of that. <laughs> if you don't know, um, but no, we're talking to Brady and stuff. Uh, I've got a couple of his baits that I won when he did those kind of flash sales and things like that, man. They're they're looking pretty, so I'm taking those on my trip here in a couple weeks. Um, I I tried to kind of Brady into hey put those aside for me ain't happening. So I'm gonna have one of you guys maybe take care of me there. Um, yeah, let's know. We'll we'll get you set up. Yeah, we oh, got yeah. PayPal. Brady's, so we can Brady, make is bringing, uh, Brady is bringing a <laughs> shitload of baits, man. Like he sent me yeah. some pictures the other day, and he's coming loaded for bear, man. That's what I was thinking. Has he been to the New York show, like even as a, as a like guest? I don't think so. Okay. No. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was, was definitely he? there because he okay. grabbed a couple baits for me. I guess okay. that must have been last year. I'm oh, he was, ta- he was no, talking. I grabbed like those you. bakers for you last year. Yeah, but so did Brady. That's why I ended up. I asked <laughs> you both, and neither one of you responded right away. But you both got me bakers, so then I ended up with the. <laughs> Plethora, that's all right. That's a good I was busy trying to, to quell Katia. She was mad that you didn't show up in person. Well, I'm I'm a little mad about it myself. <laughs> I, we'll get into that. Down, he's not it's there. Just one of those fat heads to just set him down. <laughs> I keep forgetting about Brady's that because his custom painted ones like kind of like popped up real late. Came out he, of nowhere. Yeah, but he has those the mini ones too, which mm-hmm. is which. That's like, what I'm interested in for sure. Yeah. That was one that's like on my like if I don't do anything stupid, go go for it list. That's what especially with me being like a delicate petite young lady, uh <laughs> that would be less taxing on my arms and shoulders. I feel like the uh the minis might be up my alley. 
<laughs> I don't know what to do with you right now. That was, that was very relatable, honestly. I feel very, I can relate to that. All right, so what so else? Ryan E., what else up there? Yeah, I I mean, I've kind of always gone into it just finding something new that I haven't never had in my box or never caught a fish on, something different. So I am interested in getting a Leela, one of the six-inchers, and then uh, I do want one of the smaller dipsticks as well. So I've been, uh, after doing that episode with Adam, it was really good to see uh, all his paint paint jobs that are coming out and everything is awesome. So he's got some... He's got some he's gonna bring some fire, that's for sure. Yes. So, there's a lot of there's a lot of good bait makers coming to this one that aren't at max. So it'd be really tough. If I was there in person, I'd bring a bigger budget than I did to max last year. Why? Yeah. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's I mean, that's fair. I think uh, I think we can get you some help. Sounds sure. Good. Yeah, you just make a list. Let us know if you need pictures taken Friday night. We can uh, take pictures of booths and whatever videos from karaoke. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, you're getting them that kind of help. I thought you meant like mental health help. <laughs> Another one that I was I didn't think about is that I forgot that Bucko has the Nimmer swimmers. Oh, so oh yeah, things. I forgot about that. Yeah. So many things. Yep, add another one to the old list, Nicholas. Right. And so right. I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> Not I'll say this winter has been tough, though. This winter has been tough because I've bought all sorts of shit. Yeah, you've, winter, been, you've so. been pretty active. Yeah, this I think all those ones up on the wall here have been all new this year. So <laughs> New acquired. For, pe- yeah. for people that can't see it, it's approximately 300 lures. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is something to be said about not doing shows, though, because if you're not doing shows, then you're going to go hard online. That's just that's the nature of it. I mean, none of us can really control ourselves that long. You know, I think I'm also trying. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. No, it's just it's easier to do it when you're fishing, right? Like Donnie and I have had this conversation. Like when you're fishing, I don't buy baits when I'm fishing. When I'm not fishing, that credit card is going hard. Yeah. I'm See, also just like... trying to keep up with Lynn and all these damn Amazon packages that show up the house. I always bitch at her and I say, I never get anything. So I got to start ordering baits and just have shit show up at the house. Yeah, that's true. I feel I tell, that. I tell my kids, I said, for every one of your toys I pick up, I'm buying another bait. I swear. Now, Ryan, if Lynn listens to this episode, will you be safe at home? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. I just want to check. Look. Showed up today. Another one. Another Amazon. Another Amazon box. I think the delivery person knows her by name by now. Who wants to go next, Donnie or or Owen? I'll I'll go. Because so like you guys know, I won't be getting up there till either Saturday night or Sunday morning. Uh, You know, I'm gonna shoot for Saturday, but it could be Hard to get away. Saturday is my daughter's birthday, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, so, you know, but either way, I'll be there for Sunday. That's the plan. Um, kind of going off what Nate said, like, obviously, I'm going to be at Max. And, you know, so some of those local guys that, I, you know, like Leo and some of those guys, I'll, I'll wait till Max for 
for him and, and Greg and some of the other dudes there. But uh, as far as New York goes, I'm just like, I'm a lot like Nick. Um, I'm more of a freelance. I don't get a real big game plan. I definitely want to hit up Evan's booth. You guys know I'm big Shaw's Bait Company fan. Evan's a good friend of mine. Uh, I've had a lot of luck on his baits. And uh, so I always like to stop in there and, and grab a few things. Hopefully there's a few left on Sunday. That Yeah, he always, that could he always be, does. He never has a problem right. selling up in New York. I mean, that first that's year, exactly he, probably did, so, he probably did the best out of anyone that very first year. Yeah, that's yeah what, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he definitely sold out and, the first day. Because I think Charlie and Magic Mike got that 50 the day after the second day of the show. That was or, me. <coughs> you was Charlie. Magic Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Donnie's like, I netted that fish. Whatever. <laughs> or Charlie. Yeah. What the hell? Whatever. Okay. We're you all guys the are the same. Good work, same, Charles. Same. <laughs> nice job, Charles. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. <laughs> I think he yeah, prefers I mean, I'll definitely Chucky. Yeah, hit up Evan if he has anything left. Uh, I might be able to try and sweet talk him into sitting one or two aside for me till Sunday, but we'll see. I'll be getting updates throughout the day to see if he's – if. If he's getting scarce, you guys got to let me know so I can hit him up. But uh, and and then I'll I'll definitely hit up uh, Zach and Katia, grab a couple bakers like Nick said, and and then past that, I'm gonna just peruse, see what I see. I want to check out Top Lines booth. I want to check out the Lilas, but I you know I wasn't there last year, so I have I've never had any of those baits. Never seen them up close, never had them in my hands or anything. So I want to get a look at some of that stuff and I'll probably pick up, you know, one or two randos like that. But uh, I mean, that's going to be about it for me. Slim pickings on Sunday. You guys know that. So we'll see. We'll see what's there and what's available. Well, out of all of us, you're one of the more dialed in, if not the most, in terms of, you know, trolling and your bait selection. Like you seem to be you have your favorites, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, yeah, and there's something to be said for that, that like, you you know, you, you have things that work and you don't seem to be the one that's like super experimental. No, I mean, and, and they're mostly local people and, and, you know, they're all pretty big names, but yeah, you know, I run, I'll be honest. I run Evans Bates. I run Baker Bates. I run Boss Shad's. And I run Leo's probably 90% of the time. And then, you know, I'll run some lunging stuff too, um, depending on where I'm at, 22 shorts and 22 longs. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for my trolling. I'm, I might have forgot some uh, extremes. I tried to – I started working in last year after having, you know, talking to Greg. But that's never been a big part of my arsenal. But – they definitely work, but yeah, I mean, I, I have the things that I'm confident in and, and for the most part I've done fairly well with them. So I just, I don't see a need to experiment. Usually it's if they come out with something new or a different color or something like that gets me excited, I guess. But yeah, this is, I mean, the interesting piece to this, like, I'll go back to this, like, we're all different, you know, like we're all kind of focused on different areas but yet like a lot of you guys have the same types of baits for new york you know what i mean like everybody wants to hit those couple of booths 
So that's kind of interesting to me. I kind of figured it was going to go that way, but it's uh and, and Swinky, don't you worry. If you need baits from Evan, we'll make sure you get a couple baits. <laughs> don't you worry I mean, about that. I would use the well, term Evan's- need loosely, but you know, it depends on your definitions of need. So Donnie, what else do you have in mind for New York then? You covered I a mean, lot there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I, you know, it, it's tough because I want to, I want to grab something from every booth for one reason or another. But you know, you, you really can't do that. Um, like Nick said, I'd like to pick up another Raptor or two, but it's all going to depend on what's around on Sunday, and and a lot of those people will be at Muskie Max as well. So it's just going to be kind of, I'm I'm just going to walk around and and. See what I see. You just wear that red velvet and you just get out of hand. Sorry. I will definitely silk. have the coat and hat on. I promise you that. Are you right. are you gonna address? sing are you gonna sing black velvet at the karaoke but replace it with red velvet? No, I sent you my uh the song that I wanted to sing for karaoke. Stacy's mom's got it going on. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Did you ask Andy for for a replacement OG uh mud puppy raptor? No, because you asked them for me like two years ago, and he said no. <laughs> I forgot about that. He said the the new one's just as good. That pattern died. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, me, like you want me to, to finalize things here? Yeah, yeah it's ahead. here, Owen. All right, so I'm definitely hitting up Adam at top line. That's like 100%. I'm going to buy probably a couple of his. Um, I'm 100% going to pick up a, a Leela. I am 100% going to pick up a bucko. I'm definitely getting barbarian braid as well. Um, I plan on picking up a good, you know, maybe a big spool of, of barbarian braid. Uh, uh, Baker, I'm really interested in the glow lures. Um, I really want to pick up at least one, if not two of those. Uh, and, you know, we'll be getting the hunks, the hunk skunk pattern. Which is a a glow green, which I, I'm pumped about that, man. That was. Uh, cool. Let's see what else we got here. Bam, bam, you know. Uh, again, a nimmer. I want. Uh, you know, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. A nimmer. So I really want to check those out. And I think I threw the one I have when we were in Nipissing the one time. Yeah, I think you might have. Do you have a, is you... it a smaller one? I have the regular Wally Pog. Okay. Full size. Huh. Well, that's that's something that I'm interested in. Uh and hopefully hopefully some bait makers will be interested in my baits and then I can kind of swing some deals bartering. Uh you know, I'm a big fan of big fan of the barter action at these shows, man. You know, you get to get to kind of work work some angles. Hmm. I like that approach. That's a that's a that's a that's a veteran bait makers move right there. So what you're saying is we should all start making baits. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. should all start making bucktails. <laughs> Ryan, bring some galishads up. No. Swap. <laughs> no. I I no. Oh, I'm also in the market for uh, I'm going to be looking at nets. Uh, I definitely need a, a new net. So between New York and Max, um, I definitely plan on picking up one of those. 
maybe some trolling rods if there are any decent deals on them uh if, if anyone happens to be like really giving away trolling rods i'm gonna maybe pick a couple up i need to get fat az uh all my fat az um holders. holders and stuff yep like at least a couple of those so uh between this and max i'm gonna i'm gonna be spending a decent chunk of money this year that's I was all gonna bring that stuff. up too uh, you brought up rods and nets and things like that. What other vendors are going to be selling those? I saw Chaos has a booth, which I use all Chaos rods right now. So I've uh, I've been using them for a few years, and those are great. The trolling yeah, rods and I casting agree. rods. Do you run? Oh, see, the, I don't have their. Do you run the rods. ten footer trollers? No, I run eights and nines. Okay. Yeah. But another thing I saw too, I think it was Steve Gold. He put like a hundred dollars on off on shimano reels so he did that last year too real good deals on tranks and dakotas did you guys see that um the barbarian braid uh rick saint pierre i think that's his name if i'm not mistaken uh he's doing trolling rods now okay yeah like custom yeah, they, rods or i don't know they look pretty badass like you know i mean for you know, I mean, they look. You say they look badass. I mean, you know, a rod is a rod in that in in the sense, but they they look like they're pretty well made. Uh, I don't know what they're going for, obviously, and that's Canadian. You know, he's he's across the border, so buying rods. I don't think anyone will have them. I don't know that anyone will have them at the New York show or anything. I was just bringing that up because I noticed that he's been advertising that a little bit. Wouldn't it be like St. Lawrence Muskie Shop. They bring all that nets, rods. Yeah. Is there any other vendors like that that are going to be bringing that stuff? I don't know. Crashes general there. vendors. Uh, they usually do something yeah. like that. I don't crashes remember. goes. Crashes goes to Muskie Max. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm... it's going to be it's going to be the uh, the uh, St. Lawrence Muskie guys and. Chaos. Oh, um, Aqua Real Outdoors will be there as well. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, is he having a booth? Yep. I wonder what Mike's going to bring because that's kind of a curious thing. Like he, I'm sure he'll be, he'll have some of his guide, you know, guide trips available and stuff like that. But I'm wondering what type of gear he's going to bring. He he uh, makes his own baits and uh, does some like custom painted tough shads and stuff like that too. Can I tell you guys a side story? Yeah. About Mike Sperry. He, I was in his shop like years ago. I did a video for my YouTube channel. And that day that I was there, he made his own like Senkos, like bass Senkos. Okay. Dude, I swear to you guys, like I, I caught a lot of bass when I was bass fishing, but I took those things out and I railed through that entire two packages in an afternoon. Like, I don't know what it was about those things, but I've always wanted to buy more of them. And then I just kind of stopped bass fishing, but those Senkos were like legit. I don't know what he used in those things, but man, it was a little bit of that Colombian Bam Bam. Might have been. Do you, do you want to hear another sad story about Mike Sperry? I went <laughs> to I went to the uh, the big baller <laughs> tournament and I went and bought a perch bait on consignment, and then I came home and then I bought two separate more orders of perch baits from him, and I didn't realize I was buying it from him both times, and then. I, sh I should have just bought them in person when I was there, like a real sicko. But it's sad for me, not for him. It's just sad. yeah, not 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 sad for him. Yeah, good for him. Those are 
Yeah. Are those happy tears? Are those happy Very tissues? Happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to swing by his shop, too, one day. If it's open. I don't know why. I just like going in there. That's what I message him because that's where I usually get suckers in the wintertime. And, uh, I, Ooh, sucker burn. Sucker burn. I, I mean, that. it's a, whatever. If you guys want to drive there. <laughs> um, I will drive. He said there long distances for suckers if I have to. Right. We'll drive for suckers. They're hard to find. <laughs> um, they were doing. He said they were doing some renovations this winter, so I'll be curious what uh, what they did. He's so nice. Yeah, such a nice guy. Great, one of the best musky shop selections around us in the northwest. Uh, sorry, Western PA slash Western Tier New York. Well, too, I feel like, I mean, for anybody that's going up and, I mean, you're going to be on Chautauqua if you've never fished it. He yeah. He's such a great brain to pick about Chautauqua. I mean, when the first time I went up there, we stopped in there and just said, this is our first time at the lake. And he gave us so many great pointers and, I mean, didn't take us out, but really put us on fish. I mean, I just, I, I really like talking to him about it. So if anybody gets a chance to bullshit with Mike about Chautauqua stuff, it's worth it. And his store is full of cool stuff like my oh, buddy yeah. when we were up there for the uh chapter challenge my buddy bought like a weird he had an old bamboo like skipping rod in there mm-hmm. for i think he bought it for like 20 bucks it's like they have like I mean, he has like a, a bunch hanger, of the, but... he has like a bunch of like the old school pikeys like those yeah. the chautauqua oh, yeah. He's bait got company. Lots of vintage stuff yeah it's a lot of cool stuff there ladiano's hanging there in a shop mm-hmm. super cool you ever find a redwood ranch while you're up there? Uh, they ha- he had a um they had one hanging up there, didn't they? Yeah, there's been a f- he had quite a few there. He has one in a perch bait, but it's not for sale. Bait. It's not yeah, for sale. That, the oh, one really? that was hanging up back there. Yeah, yeah, but I remember the, that one vividly. That's what he does have that like tease selection, oh, like no. his own private collection. It's like hung behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. that's what it was. And it, you know, and we didn't know what the pattern was. And and I forget who Ryan. I think you were like, "What is that pattern?" Redwood Ranch. Oh, no, Redwood we send it to Nick, and Nick Nick identified it. I I know what the pattern is because I have a baker from the very first New York Muskie Expo in my bait case. Ryan Ryan talked about it on the drive up there and gave us the whole backstory. And then when we went in there, he was like, "Yo, that's it." And we asked, and he was like, "Yeah, not for sale, not for sale." <laughs> white buffalo so it sounds to me like you guys have at least a decent plan going into new york which Mine i think is completely changed between now and then but <laughs> there might be a few transactions sent via paypal to you guys yeah. so whenever you need change what about know. you ryan i well my approach at these shows is the last couple of years i've been a little bit more precision and Going back to what you guys were talking about with Donnie, like I'm very set in my ways now, like very set in my ways to the point where if you fish with me in the spring, more than likely we're going to be running either Leo Mojo's or Shaw's mini meatballs. Like, and that's pretty much it. Unless it's a tough day, you know, and buckets count, then I might throw some other stuff out there. So I'm I'm very precision with these shows now because I have so many lures. I've spent, 
I don't even know how much money I've spent at musky shows in the last six years. Like it's probably <laughs> disgusting to think about it. I, this year is a little different. I don't, I was planning on doing some boat projects. I decided not to do it. I think I'm going to roll with what I have. So I do have a, a very healthy budget between these two shows, but I really don't want to spend that much money. Like I normally do. So I have, I have very targeted baits, like very specific colors. And if they're not there, then I'm probably not going to buy those baits, but I've got, you know, I've got a couple Leo's on there. One of which is a hook sharpener. I always buy a hook sharpener from Leo every year. Just something that I do. Do you buy, I, do you buy it because they just to replace the other one or do you, it's just, your yeah, thing? it's just the new, cause I mean, you guys know you leave them out in the rain they get rusted, you know, it's just to have a nice brand new hook sharpener. I love what he does with that thing. And when I saw he had D's perch, I had to, I already told him to set one aside. So I've got a very specific color of Leo's that I'm going to pick up and I have very specific, I am going to go very hard on the Evan Shaw's booth. I mean, Donnie talked about it. Evan's a good friend of ours. I'm gaining more and more confidence with his stuff every year. Like I, I still haven't caught a fish on a minor yet. I just, for whatever reason, you know, this is the year where I'm going to try to figure it out. I've got a decent collection, but I'm not going to pass up Evan's stuff. So that's my, that's my main focus is to, to hit Evan's booth. And then I've got a couple of bakers I need to pick up just to kind of get back into that seven inch. I need a, I need a couple of those, but aside from that, like, I know it's hard. Like I always want to support everybody, especially the guys we talk to, but I've really kind of realized the last two years that I have a very specific way that I like to fish. I'm very comfortable with the baits that I have on the boat and what I'm, what I'm sending out there, whether it's spring, summer, maybe not so much fall yet, but spring and summer, I feel very confident in what I'm doing. And there's really no need for me to kind of go balls to the wall here and just buy everything I see. Cause it looks cool. I've already been there. I've done it for years. I've spent a lot of money and I have not run a lot of those baits and ended up either trading them or selling them or whatever. But you guys know like the same approach for me. Like I'm, I'm not going to go super hard on the Leos. I'm not going to go super hard on the extremes, but then we get to musky max. I'm probably going to go and pick up, you know, multiple colors in each of those. That extreme mini is a very underrated bait. Like for anybody that's not using that bait, like, and when I say using it, like casting or trolling, it doesn't matter because if you cast those things, you'll find out real quick that they suspend and you can rip them down and hang them. And there's a lot of applications for those things, man. That is a very solid fishing lure that Greg's putting out. And the fact that you can do both cast and troll and it's not going to wear your back out and it works perfect for the Creek scenario that I love so much. Like that's just the, to me, that is like one of the best lures that a beginner can go up there because it's economically friendly. Again, Greg, you guys talked about him as an individual and just the, the product itself. Like, the fact that you can do both and it's very versatile and it's going to catch multiple species of fish, you know, like you can go bass fishing with that thing. If you want, you know, it's, it's going to get it done. So. Yeah. That and the, the shallow shad that he had, I mean, that both of those look really awesome, but they're, they're on my spring bait hole list. I gotta, I gotta at least talk to Adam, you know, top line crank. He, he did send me a video this week and Holy smokes. You guys saw that video. Holy smokes. That thing freaking moves. 
you know, I'll probably look at the Leela's too, because we've talked, you know, talked about it, but I just, I gotta, I gotta keep myself in check because I know it's going to boil down to the same four makers that I run hard and probably mix in like Donnie does, you know, 90% what I tried and true, what I feel comfortable with. And then things get tough. That's when I feel like those extra types of baits, like a, like a jammer or a jointed jammer. I feel like mixing that into my, my arsenal would really kind of throw these fish a curveball, especially seeing that not a lot of guys are running them here. So I don't know. That's my approach. I'm just going to go up. Hopefully I can get up there and relax for a couple days and drink some beers with you guys and all the same stuff we talked about hanging out, being around muskies for an entire weekend. It sounds really good right now. Purify yourself in Lake Chautauqua. Yeah, exactly. I kind of wish my wife and kids weren't going. You did that to yourself. I know. Well, no, Owen did it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that was the whole reason I could go up for the whole weekend. Owen's like, pitch it as like a family thing. Like, and bring everybody. It's like, this is a great idea. And then now as we're talking to Brady in a, you know, in a chat and talking about singing karaoke songs and harassing him. Like now I'm like, man, I, I gotta, I have to be professional. Yeah, well, yeah. it'll it'll be it'll be a good reason to keep keep everything under control. I think it's a good thing <laughs> that you guys are taking your families up though, because you know, like you don't have to worry about hanging out till two in the morning and then feeling like dog turds on you know Sunday or Saturday or whatever. Oh yeah, because that happens. It happens every year. We say we're not going to do it, and then there's a giggle <laughs> fest till four in the morning, and the next thing I know. I got to be up working seminars on Saturday or whatever. And I feel like crap. So hey, I'll- giggle, giggle fest, freaking Donnie and I, not to bring it up again. We got freaking woken up at all nights of the hour. Somebody oh, right. having right. much fun. Ryan pounding on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the, the thanks Gary was born out of a giggle fest. It while was. Owen, Owen was listening to a audiobook sleeping and we were <laughs> g- giggling about it. So I, I'm okay with it. That's the type of thing that happens at these shows. And like, that's why I'm so adamant about, I want to get up there because I know that like, we're going to walk away on Sunday and we're going to have like 10 stories that they're going to laugh yeah. for days after. And it's going to be one of those funny things. And that's what, to me, that's what these musky shows are about. It's about getting together with friends and you guys know it as much as I do. Like people that don't musky fish, they don't understand it. They don't understand why you would want to be at a show like to BS for an entire weekend. Like I tell people at work about this and they're like, that sounds boring. Why would you want to do that? Or my dad's like, right. I can't, you know, I, why would you want to do that? It's just, that's part of it, man. It's, it's the memories and all that stuff that happens at these shows. It's funny, you know, like Donnie making several trips to the ATM. Several. Within 20 minutes of the show opening, you know, Causing- it's like, Causing people to drive to gas stations all over Washington yeah. County. Cause there's no cash. Well- <laughs> Hopefully Chautauqua Inn and Suites has uh has topped off the Mac machines. Shout out to Mac machines. <laughs> if you don't know what a Mac machine is. I got to make sure I hit the old Mac machine on the way up Sunday just in case it could yeah. be flush out of cash by then. You know what I you know what I'm also sneaky really excited for sorry Ryan is um bringing the girls up. I mean talk about families like the with the whole like kids get a bait and things like that. And just having them like, I don't want to say like having an immersive musky experience, but that's what it is. Like they're yeah. going to have it all around it. Um, 
my youngest is super pumped. She was pissed that she couldn't go to the max last year, but she would have been dangerous there. So, <laughs> you know, she's four, she's a little older, but they, they, um, we printed out a bunch of musky pictures. They want to color them and hand them out out of Owen's booth. Like they're geeks. Nice. So that's, I don't know. That's cool. That's, that's something I think it's, it's going to hit later. It's going to be like, what, what a nice experience that was for them. So I'm pumped for that. Hey, if you, if your daughter's, color me a picture i will frame it and put it in my office lena drew one for yeah. owen and i have that, it framed and it's hanging it's it, hanging down here in my basement yeah, i want to get one of those she did a nice she did a nice job it looked like the one you did at the wine outing <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody knows about that but you guys i didn't post that oh, one that was hilarious. should i post that one maybe i'll yeah. post it tomorrow in so honor of this <laughs> podcast just sub- submit it to the Leo uh, color allure contest. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll, maybe we'll do that. In full disclosure, I I emailed a picture of your painting to the um the Musky Insider newsletter, <laughs> and and then I emailed him a day later and said I didn't ask for permission. Don't post it. Don't post it. Yeah, he quickly <laughs> retracted I, it. I was like, that, I'm not putting his business out there. Like, <laughs> I, but I, I, I I laughed so hard. I was like, this you could have just put so anonymous. Hard. I, oh, he didn't know it was me. <laughs> I'll, I'll put yeah, but no the, one I'll else to know it was his. I'll post that before the New York Muskie Expo. And then, just... I, then I'll send it to the Muskie Insider. <laughs> All right, that's fine. All right. You can do that, my artwork. It's not as it's not as good as what Owen has for Muskie Max, but, you know. Maybe this should go in with the, the uh, Muskie Max <laughs> raffle. Shot Oof. to win the uh, Ryan Reed original. Ooh. Bring it there to the go. lore swap. Runner up. <laughs> Runner up gets a Ryan Reed original. <laughs> Spend ten dollars for a table at the lore swap and just have it, it on a on like a pedestal. Well, the messed up part was for anybody that's listening to this, like I'll just tell this real quick. We did a paint and sip, and the object was to paint a pumpkin. And I went into this thing like thinking I wasn't painting, thinking I was gonna be sitting there drinking beer with my cousin all night. And apparently they got four tickets, so we had to paint. So naturally I painted a musky. And a muskie with several pumpkins on it. <laughs> so after a few pumpkin beers, after a few pumpkin beers, there were quite a few pumpkin beers drank that night. But shout out to you! You didn't go with like the standard musky profile. You did like a strike pose. That's really hard to do. Like that's my know. favorite part of that night was the instructor <laughs> came up to me and she said, "Wow, that's a nice looking bass." And Deanna like <laughs> Deanna like ripped her head around. She like ripped her head around and she goes that's a musky and i was like this is the greatest <laughs> moment maybe ever in my painting career <laughs> my painting prestigious career. painting career yeah. prestigious <laughs> painting career i uh, did not hang that in the office and so maybe we will raffle it off we'll have to find a i don't even know i was you give that to me i'll put it up in my office all right we'll figure something out there hey shout out to linda from paint and sips yeah, thanks, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, hey, I, I hate to cut this one short, but I got to get I, I'm on dad duty tonight because uh, my wife is not feeling well. So my kids are calling for me upstairs. So uh, you guys enjoy yourselves. But dad's going to bow out and I will be seeing most of you guys up there on Friday evening or Saturday or Sunday. And Ryan <laughs> E., you just let us know what you need, brother, and we'll get you taken care of. We will uh, we'll grab whatever you want, man. Much appreciated. Safe travel to you. Maybe All right, we'll guys. Good night, Owen. See ya. See ya.
What else do you guys have for the New York Expo? I'm just thinking how we do a we do like a a virtual walkthrough with uh, with Nate Bud as the Vanna White for Ryan Elizondo. Oh yeah, like there it. you go. Listen, I did I... think of one after the fact that uh, I wanted to. Uh, Boshad is going to be there, right, Paul? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I think he's bringing some Canadian with... series. And is he? Yeah, yeah I, I might so. end up spending more at that booth than uh, initially uh, planned. Then. Uh, but I wanted to check out his uh, shallow sevens. Uh, okay. I got a couple of them, but uh, I want to try and get a few more and a few different patterns. They've been pretty good to me. Uh, so that's one that, uh, you know, kind of a, I don't want to say a weird one, but a little bit different that I was going to try and pick up a few of. I have been intrigued by what's he calling those new ones, the kingpins or something. Oh, I don't know. What are those? They're like they're like a minnow style soft tail. Oh they're, yeah, I saw. It looks those. like they're more of a casting bait. I didn't see those. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, I think they're you know like a pole bait kind of suspending. Yeah, those yeah, looked so. really good. I wonder yeah. if he'll have any ten or twelve. I'm sure he'll have the ten or twelve inch minnows. Yeah, I think he had a picture of some big minnows and. Uh, and a few of the big shad Canadian styles. That 10-inch minnows, I really like the way that thing looks, man. <coughs> Those are I haven't caught a fish on one yet, but dude, I love I love the way that thing looks. I got yeah. that in that that uh that shad pattern he was doing with the the green, like the holographic. I can't remember oh, okay. what he calls that. You know, it might be a um, budget buster for me is some of these guys that are bringing up other bait makers baits. So you don't necessarily see that on the list of vendors, but like, you know, Bosch, like- well, Bosch Shad brings up like Lebowski's and like, I, I like Lebowski lures. Like there, there's other guys bringing up like the Nimmers swimmers with um buckos. I just feel like there's been a bunch of them. Like the St. Lawrence guys are going to have a bunch. I, I just, I feel like there's going to be something in there that might, bust up my budget too that i'm gonna see and be like oh dang you know especially some of the canadian bait makers there's some stuff that's harder to get for us can i ask you i've always been intrigued by those beaver baits too the bnn guys are gonna have those that's what i mean like stuff like that i just i just feel like that's gonna be the cause a whole stir once i get up there like oh dang like what about that yeah i'm gonna have to check that out too without like giving anything away like for guys going to these shows, because I I have no, I have lost all like balance in my life at these shows. Like when you talk about a budget, like going to a musky show, like like Swinky, I go back to the video I, I did at Max, and like we had a little interview, me and you did, and you talked about how musky shows are expensive. You know, like he basically said, "Don't let Ryan fool you." Like musky shows are expensive. <laughs> Like what, man, you can't really attach a number because everybody's different. But like, think about that. Like what, what do you walk into a musky show expecting to spend? Listen, I, I had this conversation with uh poorly made musky memes and he was like, how sick are we that we're saying like 60 bucks is like a cheap, a good deal and stuff. I was like, yeah. I was like you would, I was like, man, when you put it that right. way, like I felt sick about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you quickly lose touch uh once you start going down the rabbit hole <laughs> like 
<laughs> and it only gets worse, but That's I, it. so- I mean, it's hard to say, you know, even for myself, like I've seen how my budget has changed over the years and, and it comes from what you're targeting. And like, I don't know, there's some years where you go balls to the walls and maybe others, not so much, but I think every person's different. Um, it's my advice. Bring an extra large bag just in case. <laughs> yeah. Extra, yeah. You never know. Extra large bag of money. Well, no, to put your stuff in that you bought. Okay. So you can walk up to Nate and say, this is what's in my bag. Okay. You I got you. Hold. Yeah. You want to tell me what's in your bag this weekend? I'd love to hear. <laughs> I can tell you whatever I say in my head, my budget's going to be, I'll probably double it when I get there. That's usually well, here, a given. Here, Donnie, here's the kingpin. That... Yeah. See, now it just went up again. Whenever oh. whenever I like to really make myself feel bad, I just think to myself, wow, I caught more fish when I used to just run F-18 Rapalas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the further, <laughs> the more you spend, the less you catch. That's a given. <laughs> makes no sense i'm just just thinking about like i'll tell you guys this like the first chicago muskie show i went to like that was really like one of the first aside from max and like my first max i think i went there with like a hundred bucks because i had no idea like i had no idea i was like what what am i getting into and that's like thankfully grandma was there you know because like i railed through that budget in five lures like you know or whatever it was uh but I'm just thinking like for, for, for Chicago, you know, I, I don't even know, like you expect, I kind of walked in there with like $300 and was like, I feel like I can buy the whole world. And then you get there and you're like, not so much, like you're not coming out of here. And then there's other things too. Like I didn't even mention, like I have, I have sweatshirts on there from guys that I Mm pre-ordered, you know, there's, there's stuff like that. Like I always run into like somebody has a cool hat or a beanie or something. And I'm like, I always tell D like clothes don't count at shows. They don't count towards my budget because they're clothes. It's clothes. It's clothes. You know, I never buy clothes for myself. So it's like, but man, I don't know. Like, how do you walk into a show and just like manage that? Like, how do you, how do you approach that and say like, am I going to take X amount of money and this is where I want to cut my budget off, but you have that extra money in case you can't, like, I don't know what, what, what's the advice there for people? I, I mean, I'm a financial literacy teacher, so I feel professional to speak on this case. I put money in an envelope and whatever's in there is fine. It's the envelope system of budgeting. Go for it. And and you never. No, I went to the ATM. I went. Yeah, last year I did. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it works. It works for some people. It didn't, right, work. It well, didn't work for me last I, year. I'm just asking. I wasn't trying to put you on blast. No. I was. I no, I mean, it, no, because la- I can't do that kind of stuff. I can no. say in my head, like, this is what I'm going to spend or whatever. But well, once a- I go, <laughs> I'll spend every dollar I have. If I, you know, <laughs> if I don't have a reason to not like my budget is realistically, as long as my bills are paid, I'll empty my freaking account. I don't what? give a shit. Not if you see a really <laughs> good looking again next week. <laughs> you see a really good looking bait, you know. Your kid, who knows if your kid's gonna go to college, you know. 
Like, yeah, if your kid's dumb, they could be a musky fisherman. You right, can give them right. the lore. Yeah, what's she, yeah, <laughs> she needs to be smart? Yeah, use Don't this count on me for that. You need a, you need a, uh, what you call it? You know, she's not need to be smarter than me. Get a scholarship. <laughs> this is the first year that I've actually like written out prices and like asked people and like paid attention to it. That that I feel like I I wrote down the price that I'm going to bring, and I went over it by fifty. And if that's where I'm going to stay at it. Because this is the the max too. Like usually I'm a one musky show a year guy, so this is uncharted territory for me to be able to be like, if you don't get something, you have another shot at the other show, and you have a month to like retool up. So I I don't know. That's that's a different piece for me too. I think. So Nate I mean, Nate's going to be up. hooking for musky baits between mm-hmm. now and the musky max, yeah. and it oh, adds yeah. up so fast. I mean, you know, like what did I I named what. Let's just say for real, you you got Shoss, uh, Boss. You might, as well, you might as well say fifty bucks per bait. Right, you say you know that's if you buy one lure from each of those three people right there, that's over one hundred and fifty bucks, probably closer to two hundred, realistically. Just like that, that's three baits. Mm-hmm. You know, it adds up real quick. So, did you guys ever get like the the meat? Because I I had a I had an issue one of the Ohio shows the one year where this, that was the first time I ever had a shot to buy bakers. And I can distinctively remember Dan and I got in line. We were first in line. We went, that was the year I got elbowed. We, <laughs> we go and we buy, we bought two bakers. We went to the Bosch ad booth, bought two Bosch ads. And then there was one other, I can't remember what other booth when it was. You got Ziggies? No, that was the, that was a couple years before that. But the point is, like, I went through my entire budget in the first like ten minutes of the show. That's what I'm telling you. Know what I mean, like, I hit, minutes. Ow. I hit, I hit three booths and I had no money left. And I was like, we were there all day. I'm like, what do you do? You know, like, you just go to go, the ATM, right? And that's what happens. Like, and I'm just, this is something that I don't really hear a lot on other podcasts. Like, people talking about the budgeting aspect and like the nitty gritty details of going to these shows. Cause they are expensive. We all have budgets. They're all different. And like most of us, if not all of us don't want to come anywhere close to spending that budget, especially with multiple shows. So like, how do you mentally attack this one and handle it? Like everybody's going to be different on it. And I that, just, I, I was curious about the advice because that's something I struggle with. You know, I think I'm getting better at it as the years go on. But when I know, do that's that, a- Sorry. The best advice I can give is don't go for the entire weekend. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, the longer you're just going to keep spending. I can tell you last year was by far my, uh, my biggest budget blower. And that's what happens. I guess when you're there for two full days, that's, that's Usually exactly what I was I'm just more like say. Nick. I, I, I buy some shit and I'm out. I can't, I'm, I'm out of temptation. Yeah. That, you know, I usually stick to a budget and I'm there for like an hour and then go home. But last year I did go to an ATM because I was there for two days and it was like, you know, you get bored and you just want to spend money. <laughs> like, but that you're right. Cause normally I would stick to it and that being there for prolonged and then lines go down. Like, well, I didn't see that before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, then, look, there's still one of those left. We spent yeah. the last like well, five podcasts talking about, Hey, come on out. For the whole weekend at the New York Muskie Expo. And now we're like, 
If you do that, <laughs> you're going to go through your entire life savings. They know what they're doing there. They they got you roped right. in. Yeah. Everyone. They already booked their hotel this. rooms. It doesn't matter. That's what they're point. doing. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know what they want. No, I mean, it was, look, last year at the Muskie Max was a blast. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely was way more expensive than any other Muskie show I've ever been to. And I've never spent that much time. I've never spent the entire weekend there. I've never stayed the night before last year. So, I mean, that was certainly part of it. Maybe that just comes down to me and my lack of self-control, especially when it comes to musky fishing gear um others might be better at that than myself but yeah i mean while i was there and every i'd take another walk every hour or two and then i'd see something i had to have and i'd end up at the atm again repeat the cycle every every couple hours for an entire weekend (laughs) donnie did you know you were gonna be big spending last year like going into it like did you know you were like this could happen or did it? Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I did have, I was also capable of spending more money last year than, you know, from a, a financial standpoint um, with, you know, things at work were going well, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we don't have to talk too deep about finances, but I was in a better financial situation than I have been in the past. Um, so that was part of it, but I still, you know, wouldn't have spent like that to that degree. I don't think if I wasn't there all weekend, if I didn't stay all weekend, I wouldn't have spent as much money. You know, I, I wouldn't, it just wouldn't have happened that way. Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) I don't know, man, that's part of this. I mean, that's the struggle is like, we all have things we want to get and, there's only so much to go around. And I think I, I do think sticking to that, that Nate bud budget where you're like, this is what I have. If I go 50 bucks over, it is what it is, but you stick to that. Cause you're, I mean, you're going to come away with something from the show, you know, whether it's a bait, whether it's a rod and that, whatever, you're going to come away with something you're going there for that. But there's also other things you can do to take yourself out of it. Like go to seminars, you know, spend that hour, three hours on that Saturday and seminars and listen to those guys. And that's three hours. You're not sitting there freaking drooling over, over baits. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of time over a day and a half for you to get what you want. But I just, I, I feel like this is such an interesting thing because everybody is so different. And we talked about it last year, like what the average spend was at Muskie max, you know, and it, it was to me, like everybody I talked to, it was astronomical amounts of money. <laughs> just insane how much money we spend, but yeah, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta come up with your own, your own program on that one. I just can't pass up a good deal. Like some of the Steve gold cranks that he had, he was selling really cheap and I was like, you know what? Why not? I'll just help a guy out. And all these baits, it's not like all these baits at that show don't catch like every single vendor that's there their baits catch like it, that's the other problem. Like you could literally go to lapper and buy a bucktail that is going to catch the same as Owens bucktails. And I think a lot of it comes back to like who you want to support, who you want to spend your money with. And that's a lot of that's developing relationships with guys, you know, and, and wanting to support them. But it's not like you're going to walk away from the New York Muskie Expo with 
a bad bait because there isn't a bad bait, right? Like it's all this stuff works. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. I mean, I'd love to walk through there and buy buy one off of off of every booth. Like, you know, if I was in a position financially where I could do that, I would because I just think it would be awesome that you know to have that type of diversity and have a bunch of different stuff and and try all these different things. But there's only so much you can run. There's only so much you can buy. Again, you know, we all know that we're. Uh, bless you, Nick. Thanks. We all know that we're uh, weekend warriors. We've talked about that time and time again. Like, I mean, I have baits that I bought last year that I haven't even run, haven't even thrown yet because I haven't had, I barely got out last year. So it's like, you know, I want to buy stuff, but at the same time, do you really need it? So where's, where's the balance? Where's the line? It's always tough. And I always find a way to cross it. I know that, but <laughs> I know wherever it is, I'll find it and step over it. You're a habitual line stepper. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. Well, what else do we have to cover here about the New York Muskie Expo? We're we're it, it is officially Wednesday. So we're gonna have this out for Friday morning, probably. I'm I'm gonna be interested to see how the lines form. I mean, like Owen brought it up, like being on the other side of it now, because I'm going to be helping him in the booth, just seeing where crowds go. I mean, it's really diverse kind of offerings and a lot of different kind of bait makers and stuff. So I, I think that'll be cool to just see where the where the crowds end up real early on the on the big push. Yeah, that's going to be interesting for sure. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's not like there's just one big major draw. There's a bunch of big major draws, so we'll see how that goes. That'll be cool. I'm excited to get some eggs and sausage for breakfast. <laughs> oh, do they do like a continental breakfast there? They do breakfast. I can't remember. I just know it was good. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully, I can get up there. I will say this: this will be out Friday morning. I may or may not have a, a final decision if I'm actually making the trip up there now, but we'll see what happens. Might as well. To we be hard be buying, pressed for me to not. We might be buying lures for you too. Yeah. Nah. The proxy Ryan's. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Roberts. Yeah, Ryan Roberts. Thank you for that. I appreciate <laughs> that big guy. All right, boys. What else do we have here? We're getting excited. Oh yeah, who's getting me my meatballs? If, if yeah, whatever. Let Nick's good at picking lucky baits. Are those bakers lucky? I don't know. I haven't got to run them yet. <laughs> no, I did. I I did run. I, I think I don't. I know I ran at least one of them. I forget which ones you got me. I know I you think got it me. It was the like one a chartreuse shad, shad. One, right? Five inch purple shad. Yeah, and maybe a chartreuse shed. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I, I I don't think I caught anything on that purple shad one, but that's good. It's gonna be a lucky one. It's gonna be a lucky one. I can tell. Nick is good for that, but yeah, I'll tell you where Nick's really good at that. It's picking those baits off the rack at O'Donnell's. Yeah. At O'Donnell's, yeah. Like that's... you it's already lucky from there, but if you if Nick picks it off the rack there. You're good. Double you price, twice as nice. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to run anything else. 
for your $70 Wileys. <laughs> I need some mini meatballs too for these guys. Mm-hmm. For the little feed muskies. The, feed the little muskies. <laughs> feed the little muskies. They're cute little small mouths. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I'm excited to see you guys up there. Hopefully I can get up there. And uh, hopefully everybody has a nice, safe trip up. Ryan, you just let us know what you need, and we'll we'll get it in the mail. <laughs> come come, show us what's in your no, bag. Just hold on to it. I'll be there in May. I'll oh. be there in May. Yeah. Just hold on yeah. to it. It's We're true. Good. We're not we, that far. We got to get them bit. Yeah, I got to chew it up for you. Do you yeah. allow people to touch your lures, or do we have to put gloves on or something? My dad won't let me touch his lures. <laughs> Like I, I don't know. This is a thing. He gets mad. He like he's like, don't touch him. You're gonna put bad luck on him and stuff. So like, <laughs> are you okay if we touch your lures? Why not? All right, spit on him. I don't believe I don't believe in that nonsense. Everyone All but right. me. I met a guy once that like insisted on like dousing his hands with uh, like anise extract oh, yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Anytime like after he pull, like ran the motor, he'd just like lather him up and. Wow. Then it was safe to fish. I know guys that spray that stuff on their baits. This guy did a lot more I'm, drinking than fishing, so I'm a bigger that. fan of fire gel. Ooh. We haven't talked about the fire gel in a while. That hasn't come up recently. Spray it with deer weapon. Just spray him with deer piss. Doing heat sixty nine. Little tip of and take 69. <laughs> little Bob Kirshner's trailblazer. Put, put the bleak call against the hull of the boat. All right, we're off the rails. Yeah. It's bad. We're dipping baits in deer Come see fish. us in New York. <laughs> Come see the hunks in New York. We'll be at we'll be at Owen's booth. We'll be around. Excited to talk to you guys. Hang out for a weekend. It's gonna be a lot of fun. If you if you've got a vintage jacket, wear it. We didn't talk yeah. about that. I hope the Irish goodbye all of you at some point. <laughs> no, it'll happen. We're used to it now. Are you coming back Sunday so you can walk out without saying bye to me? Or am I? I don't. I don't know. Sunday will be by year kind of thing. Well, I hope to get to not get a goodbye from you. The twenty five dollar bakers are intriguing. Yes, yes, they are. So we shall see. We shall. All right, boys. We'll see you up in New York. All right. Yeah. I'm pulling a nick and not saying bye. Thanks, Gary. Bye, Donnie. <laughs> Love not you, Donnie. Dude, he said bye, Donnie, right there. He heard it. <laughs> he acknowledged it. Nothing you can That's do recorded too. I'm just gonna play. Yeah. The, I'm gonna save that and play it every time Nick leaves without saying goodbye to me. Just to bye, make Donnie. myself feel bye, better. Bye, Donnie. <laughs> bye, Donnie. <laughs> bye, Donnie. Bye, Donnie. <laughs> I had to shake him on my last case. Big O don't play. Big o don't